Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Our main health care case is now pending at the U.S. Supreme Court. We're going to hear a decision in the near future about the status of whether they'll take this case for full review. We're going to talk about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court justices, they met on October 27 to consider the case that we have filed on behalf of health care workers in Maine. They will, in the near future, tell us their decision. They'll either say that they're going to accept the case, that they're not going to accept the case, or they'll reset it for another conference and further consider whether they will accept the case. Those are the three options, and we're waiting to hear. They met on the 27th of October to consider this case. This is a very significant case, Holly, because mm -hmm. we have a federal lawsuit on behalf of Maine healthcare workers against the state of Maine and the private healthcare providers in Maine. And what's at issue in the case before the U.S. Supreme Court is Title VII, the federal law that protects individuals in the workplace from discrimination on the basis of race, sex, mm -hmm. color, national origin, and religion. And what Maine did is they passed a policy, a process, a, a procedure, a law, if you will, that said all of the healthcare workers in some of these healthcare facilities have to get the COVID shot, and it had to be 100% compliance. The employers could not grant a religious accommodation, period. So Governor Mills essentially said that she was above federal law and that she was going to do what she wanted to do, regardless of what the federal law said, and kick these healthcare workers to the curb if they refused the COVID shot. Yeah, and if you go back at earlier in 2021, in the early part of 2021, the same Governor Janet Mills called these healthcare workers healthcare heroes because they ran to the point of danger. They're here is when you need them, and zero is when you don't, right? Yeah, and these were individuals who worked through the pandemic. Many of them got COVID, and they helped people. You know, while some people were staying home and their jobs were considered, quote, non-essential, these people were considered essential. Mm -hmm. That crazy distinction that the governments made these individuals were healthcare workers, and they put their lives on the line. They did not know what they were getting into. They just knew that they needed to help people. So many of them worked around COVID-positive people day in and day out, and they would take whatever they contracted at work, they would take that home, but they continued to work. So they were clearly healthcare heroes. But yet Janet Mills has a shortage of healthcare workers. They've essentially had a shortage of healthcare workers for years, I believe. Before now. all this happened, yeah. they had shortages, and so they actually had created incentives for signing bonuses and moving bonuses for people to come into Maine to work in the healthcare system, particularly in the areas of Maine that are more rural, because there's apparently, right. for those of you who know Maine, you know that there's a number of rural areas, and you have that problem with the schools where there's not a public school because it's so rural. You also have that problem with Medical treatment, doctors, nurses, other health care providers, they're going to the more urban areas rather than to the rural uh, 
populated areas. And so they were a short on healthcare workers in general, but certainly in the rural areas. So right. they were paying bonuses for people to come from other states to come into Maine so that they could increase their healthcare workers. That was all the way back to 2019, before COVID. Then COVID hits. Then Janet Mills in 2021 calls them healthcare heroes. Then she decides in the fall of 2021, like October of 2021, that there's going to be a mandate that will be effective and they have to all get the COVID shot. She had to make up her own rules now. <laughs> and this is despite the fact that by this time now, we already know that people are getting adverse injuries from the COVID shots yeah. and that the COVID shots are not preventing infection and transmission of right. COVID. We already know that. Right. So we already know it, but now she wants to issue this COVID mandate. And all the healthcare workers have to get the shots. Now, from 2020 all the way through the fall of 2021, these healthcare workers, they have been accommodated in their work without the COVID shots. They've done whatever PPE that they were required to do. Some of them got COVID, so they had immunity naturally. They're able to do their function. Hospitals are staying open. There's no hospital shutting down. Those staff is being accommodated. However, they need to be accommodated. They're coming to work. Now, what happens? Janet Mills makes this change. Everyone has to get the shot. And there's no exceptions except for medical. But really, the medical is really not even medical because the medical is you might get an exemption if you've had the shot and you have an adverse reaction to it. Well, by that time, it's too late. You've already had the adverse reaction. So, but there's clearly no religious exemptions, no religious exemptions. So Title VII says that if someone in your workplace raises a question regarding their sincerely held religious belief that an employment policy or practice conflicts with, then they need to apprise the employer of their sincere religious belief, and the employer needs to then undertake an analysis about how they can reasonably accommodate that person. And they were giving medical exemptions, though, right? They were giving medical. But not religious. But not religious. And she said mm -hmm. no religious exemptions at all. So... Hmm. Here you have employees that come to the employers and they say, I've got a religious objection to the COVID shots. And it could either be because it's associated with aborted fetal cells and their testing development. Or it could be, I don't want to inject this in my body because it has an adverse effect. And who would know more than these nurses who actually are now treating Absolutely. injuries Absolutely. from the COVID shots, treating people who have the COVID shots, who still get infected. But you also have to, I mean, bottom line, you have to follow the money here. The state gets money from these COVID shots, but they don't get money from, uh, you know, telling them to take uh, alternative therapeutics, ivermectin, HCQ. They don't benefit from that, even though it's the healthier thing to do. Yeah, they don't get any money from that. Um, you never hear them talking about increasing your vitamin D, you know, working on your natural immunity. Watch your diet, exercise. You never talk about that. Especially in Maine where it gets very cold and so people aren't probably running around a lot. So you really need to focus on that. So the policy was everyone has to get the shot, no religious exemptions. So these individuals that we represent are Christians. They objected to the shots. Mm -hmm. uh, they were all terminated. Uh, one of them that we had originally represented at the very beginning, very early on, she was a recruit from another state. She was one of those people who was recruited into Maine. And she got the bonus to come and move. And her husband came with her. And 
So she's working at a hospital. She gets terminated. She picked up her whole life and her family's life to move, and then she gets fired. And then the hospital wants to say, oh, well, you have to pay back the bonus because you didn't work for the full time that you were required. Well, she didn't work for the full time, not because of her own will, because you terminated her. So these employers, I understand, on the one hand, the governor says you can't follow Title VII. You have to deny them outright. On the other hand, Title VII says you must follow it. You have to consider a religious accommodation. You can't just deny them across the board. It may be that there are some that you cannot reasonably accommodate. We'll give you that. But you have to at least try. You have to at least consider it. And frankly, I think in every case, they could reasonably accommodate. Why do we say that? Because that's what they were doing for 2020 and 2021. They were reasonably accommodating every single person. So it's not hypothetical. And I don't think they have any defense that they couldn't reasonably accommodate. But what the employers did was they just terminated all of these people across the board. No religious accommodations at all. And they put it in writing. We can no longer give religious accommodations because of this mandate. So we are now before the U.S. Supreme Court. And we really need to pray that the court takes this case, Matt, because, you know, these health care heroes deserve justice as well as other. This needs to set a precedent so that other states can't do this either. And the real big issue here is, can a state override the federal law? The federal law gives you a right. And so once you get a right from the Constitution, like free speech, free exercise of religion, or statutory from the federal government, uh, from a federal law like Title VII, once you have that right, the state can give you more rights, but they can't take away the rights that you have. And so what Mills did is take away the right of religious accommodation in the workplace, which is a right under Title VII. So the fact of the matter is that Maine violated the law, and if Maine can get away with this, that means that any government can come in and say no religious accommodations for anyone, despite what the Constitution says, despite what the federal law says, Because here in this state, there's no religious accommodation, no religious freedom. That can't be the law, and that's why this case is so important. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. Pray for this case that's currently before the U.S. Supreme Court. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.